It is always a pleasure to reach your homes, workplaces, or wherever you are listening to this podcast. Welcome to the Cornerstone Podcast, which is produced by Global Grace Ministries. I am Francis Wesso, and this is the fourth episode of the series talking about angels and demons. Today, we are going to continue talking about the demonic influence on human life. I hope you did your homework. Last week, I asked you to read Galatians 5 from 16 to 26. If you meditated on these verses, I know that God spoke to you about the desires of the flesh and the fruit of the Spirit. It is important that we always review these verses and meditate on them to help us fight against temptation. Also, last week, we talked about how demons influenced our lives, tempting us, tormenting us, and confusing us through false religions. Today we are going to add other tricks to the list that we have going on. The first one I'm going to mention today is demonic possession. I know this is a somewhat controversial topic because sometimes due to Hollywood's movies or the exploitation of the subject of deliverance, we see the issue of demonic possession as something false or unreal. Or we go the opposite way and blame the devil for everything that humans do. But whether or not we believe that humans can be possessed by demons, demonic possession is real and it is biblical. I personally had cast different kinds of demons from people. But let's put a biblical foundation on the subject. Let's go to Mark chapter 5. We're going to read a few verses. Let's start on verse 2. And when he came out of the boat, immediately a man with an unclean spirit came to meet him from the tombs who had his dwellings in the tombs, and no one could bind him, not even with chains. For many times he had been bound with fetters and chains, but the chains had been broken by him, and the fetters crumbled, and no one could dominate him. And always day and night he was crying out in the mountains and in the tombs and cutting himself with stones. So when he saw Jesus from far, he ran and knelt before him. Let's go to verse 12. It says, The demons begged Jesus, Send us among the pigs, allow us to go into them. He gave them permission, and the impure spirits came out and went into the pigs. The herd, about 2,000 in number, rushed down to steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Here we see Christ liberating a poor man. We do not know how long this man had suffered from these demons. But as we read, the demons are subject to Christ, and he easily cast them out. I want to use this biblical example to clarify a few things about demon possession and deliverance. First, every believer can cast out demons. Of course, in the Gospels, we see mostly Jesus casting out devils. But when he sent the disciples two by two, they returned to a certain extent amazed because the demons were subject to them. So every believer can cast out demons. There are people who claim to have the gift of deliverance. But children of God, this is not a gift that is in the Bible. There are many people who make deliverance their focus of their ministry, but no one is called to do just that. Now, if a demon appears to us or crossed our path, of course we must cast him out. 
but I do not think that we have to go out of our way looking for demons to expel. Second, there is no need to show off when casting out devils. I think a lot of people like to dramatize deliverances to get attention. By this, I do not mean that some deliverances are not dramatic. As I said in the past, demons love to attract attention, and there are times when we cannot avoid demonstrations, but in general, I do not like to give the devil the satisfaction of causing a lot of problems or attracting a lot of attention when I do deliverances. There are people who believe that they have to question the devil that they are casting out, because Christ sometimes asks demons questions. I think he did that to teach us about the subject, but personally, I am not interested in knowing the name of demons or how long they have lived in a person or anything similar. I think that the less time we spend liberating the person, the better. In the same way that Christ took control of the demons and they had to ask him for permission to go into the pigs, the demons have to submit to the children of God, and we are the ones who must take control when we do deliverances. Since this podcast is not about demonic deliverance, I will leave the subject there. But if you are interested in the subject, part of the resources that we want to offer in the future are classes, either online or via Zoom, and one of the classes that we had offered in the past and are planning to offer again is spiritual warfare, in which we cover the subject with more depth. But let's move on. Another way that demons influence or intrude on the lives of humans is through physical afflictions, either with diseases or with supernatural manifestations, such as scary noises, the movement of things, or even making things or people float in the air. Let's go to Mark chapter 9, verses 21 to 23. It reads, Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. He has often thrown him in the fire, or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for the one that believes. Here we see how demon tormented a child with convulsions, blows, attempted to murder him, and he also was tormented with muteness. Before I continue, I have to clarify that obviously it is possible for people to be tormented by devils with these evils. But this doesn't mean that everyone who suffers from muteness or seizures is possessed by demons. Please do not be confused. I once heard a person say that all people that suffer from seizures or that have mental disorders are demonized. I think there is a possibility that some people with mental illness are tormented or even possessed by demons, but this is not the case for all the people with mental illness. There are mental illness that arise from natural or physical reasons, and there are others that arise from injuries or emotional trauma. I also want to clarify that for a demon to possess a person, the person has to accommodate it or allow it. Even non-Christian people cannot be possessed against their will. If demons could easily possess people, most people will need deliverance. So please, don't think that a person acting badly has demons or that every sick person needs to be delivered. Our responsibility as believers is to pray for healing or for the salvation of people, and God is the one who heals, saves, and delivers. Due to lack of time, I will not tell you stories or situations 
where I or people I know have seen things or people floating up in the air through demonic influence, but it can happen. But please do not be afraid. That only happens in places where people have opened doors to give weight to the devil and in most cases is due to witchcraft. And that gives us the guideline to talk about another of the ways in which demons can intrude or influence our lives, which is through witchcraft or the occult. The sad thing about this kind of demonic manipulation is that most people that open their lives to the occult or witchcraft do it thinking that what they are doing is using the power of the enemy for their benefit. But children of God, the devil only works for himself. Regardless of what kind of witchcraft we get involved with or what form of occultism we practice, every time we mess with devils and every time we mess with evil power, we end up being subject to that power. The Bible tells us in Leviticus 19.31, Do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritists, for you will be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. Also, Deuteronomy 18.9-13 tells us, When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not learn to imitate the detestable ways of the nations there. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft or casts spells, or who is a medium or spiritist or who consults to the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Because of these same detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. Therefore, everyone who gets involved with the occult gets himself or herself in trouble. Any visit to fortune tellers, teal palm reading, transcendence meditation, or visits with mediums, horoscope reading, white magic, black magic, santeria, or juju opens doors to demons in people's lives and therefore we should not have nothing to do with them. Personally, I am surprised when Christians live their lives according to their horoscopes or think that things like numerology are fun. Servants of God, stop playing with fire because eventually everyone who plays with fire gets burned. If you are involved with things like this, my advice to you is to repent. Break the power of those things in the name of Jesus and walk away from them completely. I also recommend all believers to be careful with what they bring home. Please do not collect things like amulets, crucifixes, or ornaments that have demonic meaning because you do not know where those things have been or what they represent. Because of everything I have seen and experienced, I am very careful not to decorate my house with anything that has to do with death the occult, witchcraft, santeria, and anything like that. I do not allow anyone to bring religious candles, statues of saints, or anything with ancestral significance to my house. My house is a place where the presence of God dwells. Our homes are our resting places, and the last thing we need is to deal with demons at home. I'm going to close this episode right here by asking you to search your homes. Please pray and ask the Holy Spirit to show you if there's anything in your homes that can attract demonic torment. 
I hope that he doesn't show you anything. But if he does, and there is an item that you should not have, please burn it, break it, or dispose of everything that the Holy Spirit shows you. The last thing you want is to open your home to the devil. If this podcast is a blessing to you, help us by promoting it. I also humbly ask you to help us pray for our ministry, for my team, and for me to be a blessing for the kingdom of heaven. And if you have time, please visit our website, globalgraceministries.com. God bless you.